Welcome back again to the Heavy Shell Podcast. I'm your host, David Richards, and always, I'm glad to have with me, Luca. Hey. And our smooth-talking moose. That's me. I, as soon as I said that, something came into my throat, and it kind of, like, messed me up, so that was really ironic. Well, I'm glad you owned up to it. You know, you did the right thing. <laughs> I want to admit my mistakes. How else will we learn from them? Um, speaking of learning from mistakes, Ooh, Ooh, Blizzard right into it. learn from theirs. For those of you who have somehow managed to avoid the internet, um, but also... Well, one congratulations. Yes. Homage. <laughs> um, Blizzard harshly punished a Hearthstone player for saying pre-Hong Kong revolution of our time. They took his prize money. He had won the tournament. And then they suspended him for a year. And the casters that were just merely on the screen with him got fired. So it's kind of <laughs> like a scorched earth kind of approach. Yeah. Now, for a bit of context, kind of what happened is uh, he, seemed, he won this tournament. And then there was a post-game interview, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And there's two broadcasters who... I assume we're also Chinese. Uh, I don't know that, but I, I assume so. Um, and uh, they were set to interview him, and he comes on, and he's wearing a gas mask and goggles. And for those of you who don't know, that has become, in the same way that the Yellow Vest protests in France, that you know everyone wears Yellow Vest, a lot of the people in the Hong Kong protests are wearing these uh, gas masks and goggles to protect themselves from tear gas. And so he comes on, pulls the mask down, and before he shouts, these two broadcasters duck their heads down immediately because uh, they, they don't, they don't want to be associated with this. And he yells, free Hong Kong uh, revolution of our time. And drama ensues. Now, they do have a rule in the books that says, essentially, don't say anything. I mean, okay, for... In layman's terms, it says, don't say anything that'll rock the boat. Yeah. And so, anything controversial. Yeah. But that's the thing, is at first, so let's say if the story just stopped there, it's like, okay, I mean, rules are rules. They can't just say, let everyone have it. Because then you're going to have, oh, what, what if someone said something like MAGA? And then all these other people got upset because someone said MAGA. Or what if mm. someone said some other thing someone's sensitive about. And the group B gets sensitive about what group A said. You know, and it just gets out of hand. Like, they're going to have to stand up at some point. But it got worse. Because then they seemed to work overtime from the Blizzard, the official Blizzard, like, um, China account or whatever. They profusely apologized and said that we will always stand... What was it exactly? Like, they will always stand by our country, and it's like, Blizzard, you're a game developer. What do you mean, stand by your country? You're, you're also not <laughs> Chinese. Yeah, like, what are you doing? 
in the nation of Blizzania, right? <laughs> Blizzania. Maybe, maybe they mistook like profit margin for country, and they just you know they're, they're a bit dyslexic <laughs> in their in their statements. Possibly, just Possibly. a suggestion. It's an easy thing. People mix those two up all the time. <laughs> now, um. The common accusation with this whole event is that they did this not to follow their rules or, you know, because, oh, well, we gotta, we gotta put our foot down somewhere, but that they did it for profit, uh, that they wanted to hold on to that Chinese market and that they're afraid that if they didn't, you know, react like this, that, uh, the Chinese government would punish Blizzard, uh, and, and be like, no, you are not allowed into our country, which... For game developers, a pretty big deal considering their games market is something like four times as large as the American domestic. Mm-hmm. It's it's over six hundred million compared to like one hundred and sixty million. So you know, just 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 a little just a little difference, you know, just just a small one, a little bit. <laughs> if you squint, you'll miss it. Yeah. Now, and that market has been far-reaching in a few different mediums, pretty much. Everywhere they can reach. Like, there's a massive list. We're not going to go through all of it right now. But China seems to get a stranglehold on just about every industry in the world. Uh, They seem to be hyper-focused on culture-related industries, so like movies and films. Uh, They really want to have a say in what comes and goes. Uh, Taiwan, Mm -hmm. for instance, their flag gets removed from certain movies. Um, And video games. Yeah, and video games. Are you worth it? Yeah. And Hong Kong is now, obviously, running into some issues. But we're going to get into later some kind of pushback people are going to be using with uh, Overwatch, Blizzard's property, with uh, May. Now, this is a beautiful mess in that you know, look, when people go against Fallout 76, like, that was, like, blood in the water. Like, we're going to have ourselves some good memes, boys, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that this was... has gotten serious fast. Like, it's actually mm-hmm. made mainstream news. The Washington Post was writing about this stuff as a serious international matter because it kind of is. People are starting to see, like, ooh, China really, they've been trying to flex stuff left and right. And part yeah. of why we're covering this, because those of you who know, um, at least have been following us from the beginning, we're, we're trying to avoid politics at all costs uh, on Heavy Shelf, because we want to just focus on games, the creative aspects of it. And there's a line we try to draw. You know, there's drama. And the reason why I avoid politics is because there's so much drama with politics nowadays. Whenever we see something that's going on politically, drama that has to do with a game but it it's like on the outside it's like oh so-and-so player does this and that causes drama well that one in the game it's when the game systems are like let's say china says hey you can't do this in this video game well now you're censoring or you're manipulating the creative freedom i mean in our slogan we celebrate the create we celebrate the creativity of video games we don't want that to get stifled at all. Mm-hmm. And now that you have, you know, big government of any nation 
trying to step in and say what you can and can't do, well, we're just going to have to have a conversation about this. And so where it came into place with this one is that people, as you do, you want to find whatever way you can protest. And there's been a lot of interesting ways people are protesting this. And it isn't just the usual, oh, let's just review bomb stuff. Which is, like, that's kind of old school. And we've talked about this in length before in the past on here. I personally don't like review bombing. So I'm happy to see these kind of new age tactics. Or just not even new age tactics, just like serious ones. More creative tactics. (laughs) There you go. I've had um, people tell me that, like, you know, these are people who've been with Blizzard last 10, 15 years of their life. It wasn't even a discussion. They're done. They're deleting their accounts. They're out. Mm-hmm. So we're yeah, I mean, this pretty is, bold move. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's been interesting to watch this become such a big deal as well because people are very emotionally invested in it. Because it's not like uh for those of you who don't know, you know, because we kind of just jumped right into it. Uh, this is again all over these protests in Hong Kong, which started over some legislation to you know uh, for mainland China to be able to you know prosecute people from Hong Kong and. and that and it's spiraled out from there it's gotten to be a really big deal um it to put it really simply it's a protest for democracy i guess you could say um but it's interesting because these protests have been going on for a while and they've been like you know getting more and more attention over here because they've just kept going and kept going kept going right uh and it's weird because like it started with not that much coverage and then like more and more and more. And then all of a sudden, like it just like this, like has been everywhere, at least within gaming. Um, it's been like the big story that at least I've been seeing this week. Uh, and it seems to have like almost no opposition whatsoever. Almost universal support for, uh, the, the, uh, player that did this and against Blizzard's act. And as far as the internet goes, like across like walks of, life like mm-hmm. pay, yeah. uh, people are places that really don't play video games like wait we're doing what now okay we're rallying around this let's do it because you see such a blatant abuse of force or like will over a game or creative process or just censorship that's one of the, the oldest things in times that hey we're not down for censorship especially if you're in America mm-hmm. we kind of get it, where it, things can go wrong if you let that stuff go unchecked Definitely goes against our cultural narrative. Yeah. That's a no-no um, at, at, at best. Um, and we're going to get into some more of the methods, but again, just tied in where this comes into play. The system that was affected for us, where we're like, okay, that's it, we got to mention it, is that when people try to protest by deleting their accounts, supposedly, it could have been a glitch, we're still looking into it, haven't heard official word back, but at the time, when we made this decision to cover this topic, people were trying to delete their Blizzard accounts, and they were getting locked down from any of the four ways that you could delete it. They were saying, like, you cannot delete at this time, or you have to do this, this, this. Some people were having to send in photo ID to get their account deleted. Now, goodness, I've seen both arguments. One of that is like, look, that's just a safety system they've had in place forever, so people aren't just willy-nilly deleting other people's accounts. But then the other argument is like, how convenient 
that we send our IDs to China. <laughs> like they take the hard other side. <laughs> They're like, guys, <laughs> there's not a Chinese diplomat just sitting at the desk at Blizzard. Just like, okay, that's another one. That's as another far one. as you know. As far as we know, yeah. No, Blizzard doesn't exist. It's all been a long con by the Chinese Communist Party, okay? They're trying to get your IDs, people. They're trying to get your IDs. Oh my goodness. They've implanted themselves into gaming for the past few decades yeah. so that they could get a leg up on on monitoring United States citizens. Well, this is well, I next mean, level. I mean, you joke, but you know there's actually a branch of the South Korean government that is dedicated to gaming. Look of it up. I'm not, make, I'm not I, making I didn't it up. know Google. that. Yeah, yeah, for real. Hey, it's my job. Why, it doesn't actually surprise me, but it's just not something that you'd things. think about. Now, um, someone mentioned <laughs> in the chat, so I'm not actually going to get to it now. So once that thing started to look a little rocky, as far as uh, people can't even do the brute force of just deleting the Blizzard accounts, they pulled the genius move of trying to use May as a symbol of Hong Kong. And the reason why it's genius... They being... They being Not Blizzard. all of the freedom-loving yes. people. Um, <laughs> they being the people who oppose Blizzard's decision, yes. Yeah. And what it comes down to is, in the past, China has banned Winnie the Pooh because people have made comparisons with their president, Xi Jinping. I think I n- nailed it. I don't know. <laughs> uh... They're president of China. They're close enough. They've been calling him Winnie the Pooh, so he was like, you know what? No more Winnie the Pooh. Because um, the people started using Winnie the Pooh as a sign of the protest. Mm-hmm. Or of protests in general, not necessarily this protest. And yeah, so the it, genius it move comes in. Yeah, yeah. So this it, genius be, move comes like... in. If we make May a symbol of the Hong Kong protest, the, the hopes are this will come flying back in Blizzard's face and that they'll have to ban Overwatch altogether in China. Yeah, so, so people have been, like, making memes and making videos of, like, May supporting the Hong Kong protests. And, and they're, yeah, they're trying to get, you know, Blizzard's, like, really big, you know, game Overwatch banned in the country and close them off to that massive market as, a, I guess, effectively a, a popular punishment for the company. Yeah, it's, the thing is, it's actually working, though. It's, um, whenever May got involved... That's when the Washington Post wrote about it. That's when you actually see, and this is over just two days' time, there were people out in, co- in May cosplay um, holding up free Hong Kong signs. There are people holding May posters out in the streets of Hong Kong right now. I was like, dang, boys, we did it. Like, <laughs> It's one of those things you hear on stuff like, like Reddit, like Reddit, we did it, boys. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. we, we kind of did. We did it this time. Um, not just Reddit, of course, everyone. Um, it's lighting up on Twitter. Uh, across multiple subreddits. The the interesting thing about this kind of response is that typical places where you hear people like, oh, her, her, like censorship all the time on Reddit, or like Facebook, there's a conspiracy. Facebook is trying to shut this conversation down. There's been no impeding of those efforts. Like the Blizzard subreddit right now, it's pretty much like headquarters for organizing efforts to get this word out, get fresh memes out, the whole thing. Which is interesting. And one of the things that I found most fascinating about the whole May aspect was it kind of puts into frame how when you have something that's really successful and um, 
owned by a company, not necessarily like like a single celebrity, but a character like May, mm-hmm. a really successful character, a really popular character, who obviously isn't real. So it's not like May can come out and speak for herself. It's it's Blizzard's little tool. No, we um, need we need May holograms, and we need to give them sentience now. Okay. After a certain point, your property becomes so widespread, you have less control over it than the consumers of, of that product. Um, so so it, was, it was really interesting to see how technically Blizzard is the owner of May, right? None of these people who are doing cosplays or making art or anything like that owns May. But because they're just so widespread and there's so many of them, all these people doing fan art and stuff like that and getting the word out, they're able just to completely shift the uh, the perspective of that character, and it's yeah. an interesting conundrum, um, and 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 in my opinion, something that's, that's very interesting to look at, just seeing how some some you know intellectual property can become so big, it is less controlled by the person who created it, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's just a really good example of that, and it's something it's something to kind of take into consideration. When you're looking at games like Overwatch and League of Legends and Dota, where you have specific characters with abilities and backstories and motifs and stuff like that, that are also very widespread, right? It's, it's, it's not like Geralt from The Witcher, where it's, okay, one person in one timeline, one setting, you know. It, it, there's, there's some interesting things there that allow Overwatch specifically to have such, a, um, such an impact in this kind of setting where you couldn't do it with i mean any other character right i mean you're even well, it, if it was applicable for someone like pac-man to be in these protests i don't think you would you would see people doing that i mean part of what's been helpful is just that a you know they have you know they, they've they've encouraged this kind of like fan art and stuff you see a ton of it for overwatch right and also, they put out so much, like, marketing material. One of the first, like, big things that I saw uh, surrounding the May, you know, becoming the symbol of the Hong Kong protest thing was uh, one of Overwatch's actual promotional videos showing her backstory that people had edited to make her support Hong Kong, right? Ooh, yeah. spicy. And, and they're, yeah, they're, not only are they using their, you know, their brand, their intellectual property against them, they're using their actual marketing against them. And so it it is kind of like a perfect, like perfect, perfectly nebulous like thing that that Blizzard has set up, where like they have all these characters and May in particular who they have backstories and you know there is this and there's that, but it's not that much and it's all like very polished and and everything and it just it's just enough to like be the, be the seed of the memes, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's and an and you really couldn't situation. do something. You really couldn't do something like that with any characters from Team Fortress 2, because although it's nah. a very similar game in a lot of gameplay senses, there's just, there's just not enough there, and the tone of it, right? Team Fortress 2 is, is, I mean, you know, despite the fact that you're blasting people into little meat chunks, mm-hmm. it's a very lighthearted game, um, yeah. and it, it, it stays pretty far away from anything real world. Um, and obviously, Overwatch doesn't and blizzard has been using their overwatch characters in this sense before um you know using it to make statements about politics and society and all that kind of stuff and now it's 
It's a little twist of fate. It's kind of ironic. It's it's very interesting to see. Yeah. There's been a lot of legitimately awesome protest posters coming out. Like, you know, those Viva La Revolution type posters. Um, but except it's May. And she's like wearing the whole gas mask and everything that's become another symbol of the Hong Kong protest. Uh which is a really badass symbol to have. I, I don't say. like. I don't see this one dying down because it's got so much potential. <laughs> like uh-huh. it just, well, it just looks too like it, just... it's. It's funny to me, like as an American, to see a protest that goes on for more than a week. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. There was Occupy and everything, but you know, like we will have these really big protests that you know, like they're around very briefly, and I don't want to like name any, but you know, like. It happens, you know, quite a bit. And P- so people are like, hey, I have to go back to work. I can't be protesting f- for more than three days, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you, well, you one's places... rooted, one that's rooted in the internet, that's going to be 24-7. Mm-hmm. Because well, we stay up. <laughs> we yeah. Some of us don't have jobs. And, you know, I, I look at other countries like France and, like, Hong Kong and, well, Hong Kong's not a country, but you don't. Um, <laughs> look at other areas. No, I'm, I'm not going to say it. But anyway, um, it's funny to look out at, you know, other places and go like, wow, they've been doing that a while. And it's weird because it, it kind of it evokes like a mixed emotional response. Because on the one hand, I'm like, man, why can't we have that much tenacity in our protest? But also, on the other hand, maybe we just have it pretty good, you know, like, <laughs> maybe, maybe they have something more worthwhile to complain about. You got it pretty good. Yeah, that's that's a very bold stance there. It's a hot take. I, give yeah. give me all your hot takes at me on Twitter, please. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna keep looking for. I'm trying to find. But there was an interesting list of demands. There's actually two lists of demands right now. Um. By oh. whom? To whom? For what? By the people. I don't know. What by who? To whom? I'm sorry. Moose, write this down. By the freedom lovers against okay. the non-freedom lovers. It's all by, you need okay. to know. By the Americans um, of the no. world. So, so there are two floating around. One is on the Blizzard forums. That one's kind of a little more... Not as diplomatic. Because their first demand is grow a pair and stand up for... <laughs> what do you mean? That's, that's, that's diplomatic language. Have you ever heard of Wilson's 14 points? That's, that's number one. <laughs> number one, grow a pair. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find the other one that will have like, more specific demands. But essentially... Are we the, talking about the five? Yeah, the five. Okay. Uh, so the, uh, Did you if, find if, it earlier? I can't remember where I put it. If we're talking about the same five commands, uh, or I'm sorry, demands, these are the demands of the actual Hong Kong protesters and not the, uh, just the sort of like anti-Blizzard reaction. Um, I'll, I'll try and find we, it real quick. If you yeah, like yeah, we may be talking about different ones, but feel free to go and pull it up. But essentially, um, it's pretty reasonable. It's like, hey, just, just let's reverse, and all is forgiven. Give the man oh, his okay. money back. Give the man, give the other people their jobs back. Uh, promise that you won't do this again, and so on and so forth. In that case, we're talking about two different lists, but I, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if they modeled the five demand thing off the the Hong Kong protesters' yeah. demand. Now, so a, another are, are a lot of these just like random groups of people who are like you know, today i want to make my own list of demands like like no, how many well, different groups do we have demanding different things for the most, i imagine for the most part it might it's be pretty like scattered. what you see is uh there's okay if we had headquarters you have the blizzard forums 
the Reddit collectively, ju- they're just bouncing within themselves between Overwatch, um, the Blizzard subreddit, so on and so forth. They're kind of posting the same stuff. So it's almost like mm-hmm. they're handing it off, like sharing the memes and then throwing it out there and then eventually gets to Twitter and normie Facebook, you know? Um, yeah. So I guess you can say the internet. Freedom lovers <laughs> on the internet are doing this. Bro, and, I, then, I really, and then the Hong Kongers in the streets are actually making it happen, like doing cosplay, wearing the gas masks, holding up the Hong Kong, the um, the May Hong Kong posters. I uh, really want to see this like whole phenomenon make it down to like really obscure forums. And I don't mean like 4chan or whatever. I mean like really weird stuff. Like I want to I want to go on like, you know, like Audi owners of America or something like that. <laughs> You know, and I want to see Hong Kong like May memes. That's what I that that is the future I want. Okay, that's some- which Audi car do you think best represents May from Overwatch? Asking in a way to support the Hong Kong protests. That is okay. Some- yeah, there's some links there. I'm sure. <laughs> and and then we just like you know not it, it elevates from like just May cosplayers to, like May cosplayers riding around in Audis. You know, like down the yeah. streets of Hong Kong. That is some deep the- meme insurgency right there. The official car of the Hong Kong protests. There you go. Now, an interesting thing happened in a, I believe it's actually American University. They have a collegiate Hearthstone team. They I'm sorry, Hearthstone? 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 I don't know how to say it. I don't play it. I, I believe the kids call it Hearthstone. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Just, I, I got like Keith Barr. He said it hurts down. Yeah, mm. fair enough. So let's that's what came on, into my mind. Let's stay on track. Um, let's go. Come on. So, <laughs> collegiate team, they uh, lost their match, right? And they were showing all the teams. And then before they cut to like just the winners, they held up a poster saying "Free Hong Kong," and. Blizzard cut two and like, nope, we can't show that. But they didn't suspend them. And so yeah. since they didn't suspend them, they were like, well, we're going to forfeit the rest of the season because you're not giving special treatment. Well, you're, well, yeah. well, well you're giving us special treatment. Like, they were like, how about you reverse him? And I think that's where I found the demands first because they are like, if you do these demands, then we'll withdraw or forfeit and play nice yeah and what's odd about that is again blizzard originally cited the reason that they uh banned uh what, what's the name of the player again uh bitch uh bit chunk yeah someone along ooh, those lines. Ooh, you better watch it it's family know, friendly I, yeah mm-hmm. bit so, chung, uh, not uh so let's stick with that <laughs> so anyway the reason that they cited for, for uh, suspending him for a year and withholding his winnings and everything was, oh, you know, you, you broke this rule, you're not allowed to do this, right? And maybe, you know, this collegiate tournament didn't have that same clause where it's like, don't say anything controversial, don't hurt our brand. M- maybe. But I just think it's kind of funny that, you know, a- apparently that standard isn't universal, you know? It's, it's, I'm just saying. I think it was probably them trying to avoid having another big fallout after the first one. Well, yeah. Like, but uh, may- they- maybe if we just cut away, but there's nothing that you can do right in these circumstances. Well, the thing is that they cut away, they cut away in the first one. It goes like immediately to like a Mercedes ad or something, right? <laughs> like, um, 
he comes on, he yells the thing that the broadcasters, you know, are ducking down and kind of like laughing, presumably nervously. I'm not sure. Um, and then it cuts to an ad almost immediately. Right. And they, they did, as far as I can tell, the same thing with this collegiate thing. And like, I guess maybe they were trying to like not make the same PR mistake twice, but it yeah. it's kind of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if they do it, <laughs> they're like, they did it again. They doubled down. But if they don't do it, it's ha. See, you're hypocrites. You know, you're hypocrites. You're lying. You know, you didn't do it because of this. You you know, because the thing is, like, I doubt the American collegiate, you know, East like Hearthstone tournament was being watched in China. You know, like that's all I'm saying. And so it's it's just interesting that like no matter what they do, they still look bad, you know. Well, I mean, I think the best thing that you can the... do in this situation. Oh, sorry, I was saying Please. they should have just did the right thing the first time. But like, okay, so there's a rule we wrote. Um, now that we're actually having to use it, it's kind of tough. So, at, 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 like, at most, it should have been like. One month suspension. He keeps his prize money. I mean, the man's been training for four years for this, uh, according to what he said. Um, so let the man have his prize money. Suspend him for a month, not a year, so he doesn't lose his skills. Um, as far as competitive, getting to play against other high-ranking people. Uh, just like, what were they thinking? And then firing the casters, too. Like, that's where it looks like, yo, this is some over-the-top, non-freedom-loving communist-type stuff. Yeah, and again, it's not like the casters who were talking to him knew that he was going to do this or supported it. And part of me wonders if, like, they got... Because I... I've, they had a um, general idea because they could tell... Because I did read about that. Um, they could sense with the gear he was wearing. Yeah. Because that I mean, was a statement already. Something. So when he was like, I got something to say, they're like, oh, here we yeah. go. <laughs> they, they ducked yeah, their heads If down. I remember correctly, they ducked down before he actually makes the statement. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. But like, um, I I almost wonder if like their demeanor wasn't like good enough, you know, because they they do kind of like laugh a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I haven't heard any direct translation of what they said. I watched like one video where the guy was like, "Well, I speak Chinese, and I can tell you what this guy said," you know, where the what the uh uh the player said, right? But he also gave the exact same translation as every news outlet, and I'm just sort of like, "Sure, buddy." Um, so I haven't heard anyone translate what the caster said, but they're laughing. You know, they're supposed like, to reach for the tomatoes they had under the table in a basket, start throwing those, but they were a little bit too slow, and that's why they got cut. Nah, man, they were supposed to pick up their Winnie the Pooh masks and like shoot them the evil eyes. You know, be like take Xi Jinping's place and just be like, bad, bad, you made bad decisions, bad. <laughs> um, but no, like I, I legitimately wonder if they hadn't laughed, would they have gotten fired? Like, I'm, I'm really curious. Yeah, and I mean, I, like, I if, we'll if there's just anyone on the screen that they cut to, would whoever came on next be fired? Like, they cut to a janitor, you're out. <laughs> they, Sorry. They just, like, they just drop, I, again, I think it was Mercedes out that they cut that. They just drop Mercedes as a sponsor. Like, sorry, man, your image is now kind of associated with this Mercedes thing. owners of America going crazy. So, you know. Um, yeah. Let's see how the Mercedes forums are reacting, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you were, you were saying that, uh, something about the best way you think they could have handled it oh yeah uh the the best thing that you can do now at this point is just just keep your mouth shut <laughs> there's there's no way that they can come back from this right this this isn't like a oh let let us send an apology 
No, you're not going to get anything no, done with an apology. No, I think they can, but they have to meet those Maybe demands. Maybe to some people, but... They have to meet those demands. Reinstate those people with their jobs. Unsuspend. Give the man his prize money back. But give, everyone's going to remember don't apologize Blizzard as to that China. one company that did that one thing that, that was bad. That one company that learned... And there you go. ...that they are an American company and shouldn't try to appease... Chinese uh, it's it it's the same censorship. thing that you see with uh with EA, right? Where oh, EA did bad loot box thing number 3. Darn EA. And EA goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, you're on a short leash." Oh, EA did bad loot box thing number 4. You know, it's like, I, I at a certain point your name is just straight tainted. There's nothing that you can do. No, I, I think this this is a stamp on Blizzard now. There you go. I don't necessarily just uh, agree with you there. I think someone has to take a fall if they want to like you know that, or it, there's only two things those I can really do. Sportscasters. Well, no, no, no. Like someone, like high, you know, like have the CEO go into early retirement. But you know, like if they did something like that, you know, they're like, you know, we're gonna change our ways, guys. You know, we're 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 reevaluating the situation. You know, we we we've decided that we want to take the company in a new direction. We're gonna you know put new people in charge. You know, like then, but they're not gonna do that. You know, because the thing is like. The kind of fall that would have to happen to make up for it is too high up in the company, I think. You know, the only other thing they can do is just sort of try and out outlive it, you know, just just wait, you know, and so, like, yeah, just stay quiet, stay just low, don't have a wait controversy for it to blow for over like a year or so, and hopefully people will forget. Well, I, I mean, I hope they're gonna have forget, to make but Overwatch, from Blizzard's perspective, they're gonna have to make Overwatch free to play. Um, ooh. Ooh, that would be... And they're going to have to And make, then everybody so would get in and just spam. Other, it wasn't on the official list, but there were other things saying that Overwatch needs to make a May Hong Kong skin and offer that for free. That's another thing they need to do. Um, I just... I, I think all of these are going to be like little band-aids, right? And people are still going to... Still going to yo, remember that I, I Blizzard like, did the bad. I like, the them, thing is, even I like if, them skins, though, so... But the thing is that you, say no yet. <laughs> no, um, yeah, it'll totally work. Even, Free skins. Even if people remember that Blizzard did the bad, people still buy EA games. That's the thing. Of of course, but, but I like, would say that how, a lot of people this... are not yearly consumers of EA products or even sure. semi-reliable consumers. I would say a lot of people look at EA as I don't know if I'm going to risk it. They they view yeah. buying EA games as a risk. I don't think but, it's been that way for Blizzard before. I think it very easily could be. Yeah, but the thing is that I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with you there because I think this is going to be one of those things where it keeps getting talked about for like a month or whatever, you know, at, at the high end. And then it stops getting talked about and then people still kind of remember it, but, you know, the sort of passion fades. And, you know, maybe, maybe I want to well, play some Overwatch. I mean, guys, right? the people I've you talked know? to, again, lifetime Blizzard fans, like some of these people found their spouse through Blizzard. Yeah, they, they've already deleted Blizzard all their stuff. Sites. Like it's done and done. Like they've unsubscribed from file. They deleted their accounts. It's over for them. Because like that's it's a pretty big deal. Like I mean, I don't expect everyone to be waving around American flag and all that stuff. Uh, you don't have to be like an uber patriot to see like yo censorship on that scale is bad. Like the man just simply said, free Hong Kong. And then you strip all these things from him, and then you fire the other ones. And then, again, I think that tweet to where they apologize to China, on top of the other stuff going on with the NBA right now apologizing to China, I think yeah. that double event, that double-headed dragon, 
no pun intended there, um, <laughs> happened at the time where it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. China is having way too much control, way too fast. What's going on? And I think that's kind of lit the match to kind of spread the fire a lot faster. It's nice to see that sort of public reaction because this has been something that uh, we we kind of talked about behind the scenes for not that long, but you know we've been aware of for quite a while, you know, because um, one of the the game we mentioned that you know has had Chinese influence in it uh, before was was War Thunder, and when that ha- you know in the last update they censored all the Taiwanese flags, you know, like any uh, ship or or tank or whatever but that was Taiwanese, they put the uh, communist china flag on it instead right and when that happened we were like man maybe we should cover uh chinese influence in games right and we kept having to put it off because we wanted to like do some research and get a grip on like how big the influence was and it was just like too vast yeah there was too much going on like this has been something that you know like we've seen in films for decades now you know uh, there's a massive, massive market for for American blockbusters in Asia, and you know even more so in China, because it again it's one big, easy market to well, unified market. You know you only have to translate it to one or two like you know it, it, big market. You know, and uh, like we've been seeing movies censor themselves and change scenes to get in uh into the country and all these other things, and now we're starting to see it in games and it's. Uh, from my perspective, it's nice to see people taking note. Yeah. Something I was going to bring up from the chat, because we started talking about, you know, kind of how high up this goes, or how high can it go, like who has to take the heat for this. And this might be too much of a reach, like where, where Blizzard went scorched earth with everyone who was on that webcam. Um, everyone's like anyone who's tied related to whatever businesses are on the same street of as Blizzard HQ, we're gonna boycott them. But uh, it came down to people like yo, Activision Blizzard. You hear that all the time, and you look at the stocks; they're on they're under the same stock ticket. Uh, now, my understanding, their business structure is slightly different. It's kind of two pronged, but since one CEO left, I can't remember his name. They haven't replaced him. So technically, if you're boycotting Blizzard, what well, the argument is, if you're boycotting Blizzard, you need to be boycotting Activision too, because they mm-hmm. actually are the same thing. And as far as when you go on the Blizzard app, it all very much looks and feels to be the same thing. You got Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, all that there. People already were boycotting or canceling Modern Warfare because of exclusivity deals with PlayStation. They probably yeah. are going to throw more fuel on that fire and then boycott Activision too while you're while they're at it. I mean, why not? You know, the more boycott, the better. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, one thing I I did want to say though is people in chat are you know were saying oh you shouldn't compare EA with Blizzard, right? Because oh they're not equivalent. Oh you know and it, I I can kind of see what they're saying, right? And and sorry to derail what uh to some extent what you were saying was, but I, I did kind of want to address this because I, th- mm-hmm. I think it's an important point to make. The thing is, yes, EA has done different things than Blizzard, and that that is one reason that I think that you know while sure people like Moose said people have this mentality with EA games, oh I won't risk it, you know, and I totally get that. When I see an EA game come out, you know, I'm like the trailer looks cool, 
I'll wait and see. You know, like, the thing is, though, that Blizzard isn't, well, EA I mean, they're putting is... out mobile games for the China, uh, Chinese market, but they're, they're not putting out flops, you know? They still have popular games. It's not the same sort of bad reputation, or with EA, you know, it's sort of like, it's sort of like buying an American car in the era where there had been no competition for, you know, a couple decades. Like, it, it's probably going to fall apart. It's not it's probably not going to be very good, you know? Like, what a what a on point reference there. Hey man, I like cars. Um, and so it's it's just like there's a difference, you know. This is entirely political. This is mm-hmm. activism. Whereas the the thing against EA is more, uh, it's activism to some extent, but it's also just like bad well, game after bad game so after exploitative the, game. The stuff with EA that's consumer activism. Um, mm-hmm. with Blizzard, this is human rights. So you can say consumer rights versus human rights, really, if you wanted to do that. Um, That's an interesting take on it. <laughs> well, I mean, but, um, the distinction between the people the two. Who, like what's given the fuel for this stuff is that it's a real world impact when it comes to something that matters. I'm sorry, like human rights are a bigger deal than consumer rights, but this mm-hmm. may has become a symbol of the Hong Kong protest. They have our attention. Uh, like I said, we're a website that has wanted to avoid politics at all costs, and they managed to seep into even this. Mm-hmm. We're not probably going to touch politics ever. Like This is probably the only story we touch politics on. Uh, it's probably the closest that we're ever going to get. Yeah, like even Trump has like came out and said, blah, 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 bid your games, cause violence. I... And we didn't even touch that. It's just like, well, it, it's, it, it's not in the video game. I mean, we... We may have said like a line. We didn't make a whole podcast out of it. Yeah, that. Yeah, we yeah. did not make a whole podcast out of it. I think we talked about it. I think we were like, that. "Well, that's stupid," and then we moved on. Yeah. I think basically um, what we said is, "Been here, talked." You know, the the community's been here, done this, moving yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, we won that battle. Um, yeah, it's a uh, quite a change. Rough waters. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think. No, I'm trying to make sure there's no um, tangents or anything that we've missed that's going on with the protests and uh, any other information. Like I said, they have their demands. I think their demands are reasonable. I mean, um, I still love the idea of uh, random groups asking for things. um, I think, as far as reputation goes, I think EA has just uh, been predatory for like better half the last yeah. decade. And then as far as Blizzard, they just have had a lot of egg and face moments um, with the whole, don't you guys have phones? And then this stuff. Which is something we could talk about, to be honest. Yeah. Um, well, well, actually, yeah, let's get into that. What do you guys think BlizzCon is going to look like this year? Good God. Oh, uh, how, uh, how far off? Is- I think it's like November 1st. Oh, yeah. for oh, one, everyone this, needs I... to show up in the red shirts for sure. <laughs> Have them shaking in their boots because you know their weaknesses. Anyone who gets on that mic with a red shirt, someone's going to get slain, sloon, sloan. I don't know. Just going back. Slawn. Everyone cosplay characters. That... You know what? Slawn makes sense because that's like a, that sounds like an area of effect kind of thing. Like the whole stage is slawned. Everyone cosplay characters that wear gas masks, so they let you wear them into the building, right? And then just remove the rest of the cosplay and just walk around in gas masks the entire time, right? Uh, and, like, don't make it really disruptive, right? But, like, not, like, actively. 
you know, don't don't like set any garbage cans on fire or anything. You know, like you know, you need to go to their. Even panels. if you're really cold, don't do that. It should be to- Hong Kong maze with red shirts over the jackets, no matter how uncomfortable it is. Go, go to the panels, oh right? And when they have the Q and A section, I everyone wearing a mask, right? Get in line to ask questions, but don't take off the mask. So it's just like an hour of disrupting, like passively as you try and ask your questions they cannot understand you i like that would be so beautiful <laughs> on so many levels all right uh next question please <laughs> if, if i was someone who was like hired to talk at blizzcon about anything i don't know if they do that i don't know if it's like an e3 thing where they get speakers Some, sometimes um, they're called community managers um yeah i, I wouldn't i wouldn't do that I'd be, oh sorry uh, i have a planned sickness for that week, so, some companies actually hire someone. <laughs> I'm gonna be eating some trash. <laughs> some companies actually hire a speaker that has nothing to do with the company themselves, so the the company is not pressured and like you gotta fire so and so because they were blah 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 blah. It's like no, mm-hmm. that was a freelancer. He's gone now. Like sorry, dude. Hopefully, no one recognizes you on the streets. Yeah, that's. I didn't even think about that. BlizzCon is going to be a mess. Oh yeah, but um. <laughs> Oh man! No, sorry. Because you know they're gonna. Because when we talked about this before, they the timeline would be they're gonna start pushing out their mobile stuff this time. Like last time they were announcing it, they're probably planning to push it out. Like at this point, it's like don't even host it in America. Just host BlizzCon in China. I'm not even being facetious. Well, people are gonna be mad because it's mobile games, right? Yeah. People are gonna be mad because of this, and then to make it worse, right? Those mobile games are not made for the American market in mind, right? Like, the thing is that the American, the, the audience that plays mobile games in America, for the most part, I don't, you know, as far as I understand, doesn't really, you know, intersect that much with the audience that, you know, is really into, you know, Hearthstone or, or you know, Overwatch or the, all, you know, Blizzard's audience, basically, you know? Um, there's like a prejudice in, shall we say, more serious gaming against mobile games that doesn't exist in china uh from what i understand all these mobile games that are coming out are marketed to the chinese market you know people don't you know there's not the same negative connotation of oh it's just a mobile game you know oh they ruined the announcement or whatever um and so people are going to be mad for you know because a this b mobile game c mobile game plus this free china you know like it's going to be and I don't know if you guys saw this, but as far as just to see the strength of the Chinese market and probably why Blizzard made this stupid decision so fast was the Activision's, you know, Modern Warfare mobile that came out, Call of Duty. It broke all the records for Fortnite and PUBG mobile combined. I didn't even know wow. that anything came out. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When I saw this, I'm like, is this a fluff piece? Because the game's not that fun. And I've seen a lot of Reddit posts like, oh my God, this is the most fun I've ever had in my life. Really, though? And this is the mobile really? Call of Duty, right? Yeah, mobile Call of Duty. I mean, it's right. it's polished, but like, it's not that fun. Now, I mean, you do have abilities to like sync your PlayStation controller to it. And so now you're going to have more of a full experience. So that. For some people, it might just be really cool that they can have that, you know, because you can get a little clip on 
and have your phone connected to your PlayStation, and you're playing Call of Duty wherever you want. Yeah. Your PlayStation controller, I I, I should say. But that's um, produced by Tencent, and uh, I think another developer in works with Activision. And mm-hmm. it's killing it. It's breaking records. I mean, while we're so on it. So it begins. The Chinese influence on uh, American markets is seeping definitely deeper into the gaming side of things. While we're on it, we might as well touch on Tencent, I would say. If if that's cool. A um, little bit, yes. Yes, some of the conspiracies. Yeah, I mean, you want to touch on the conspiracy well, yeah, theories? I, I, yeah, I just, I just, I just want to talk about it because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've been following our, our streams or our podcast, you've heard us talk about the whole like Epic Store controversy, right? And there's a lot of complaints. You know, there's like, oh, it's not, you know, user friendly because it doesn't have all these features. And consumer and, rights has been the thing that's popped up there too because of exclusivity. Yeah. I don't think it's at consumer rights level. It's a free I, yeah. launcher, people. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a free launcher, and the games aren't costing anymore. Really, they actually cost like, less in a lot of cases. Anyway, um, but one of the the complaints has been that Epic is uh tied to Tencent, and Tencent, you know, sort of has gotten this negative reputation. And frankly, I'm not an expert in it. I don't know the sins of Tencent, right? But they've become you know, as far as I can tell, kind of like a boogeyman in gaming right now. And, like, especially in, like, the sector of gaming that, like, is always the the drama gaming, sort yeah. of, like, the the drama within gaming, basically. You, mm-hmm. you hear Tencent thrown around a lot, right? Um, And Blizzard is owned, what, 5% by Tencent? Yes, 5%. And so... And so people are going, like, oh, that's, you know, part of the reason that they're they're doing this that you know well it's because they they they're tied to Tencent because again Tencent is like ooh big boogeyman name right now right yeah and hey maybe it's legitimate maybe it's not I don't know right but what's hilarious about it to me is that not it's not just like uh it's not just the consumers that are coming out against this you know other game companies have been shaming Blizzard over this and one of them is Epic and if you remember what I just said Epic is also tied to Tencent. And but, it's not like 5%. It's like 48.4% ownership of Epic is by Tencent. And Epic came out and was like, uh, oh, we would never do this. We would never punish a player for the free speech. Yeah, they vowed. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see them tested because, again, 48%, much I bigger than 5%. I know uh, it was a discussion on the Discord server for a little bit. For the record, I have a bias in favor of Epic. Because I see complaints, but I haven't seen a lot of trip-ups. I just see things that people dislike, like exclusivity deals. But as far as someone who's followed Epic for a while, um, I see a lot of heart there as far as what they want to impact in the gaming industry. Pro-dev-wise, I can see where some people confuse pro-dev with anti-consumer, you know, as far as Mm -hmm. stuff, which is understandable. But um, so my thing is, this will be really cool if they keep to this promise but also i do see it's kind of opportunistic oh like it's really they're like oh we we gotta say something we get like here's a chance you know um, yeah it, we'll see it legit- we'll see though if some if they actually get challenged on it uh we gotta get some pro streamers in fortnite Let, let's get the hong kong movement the the may stuff in fortnite somehow and Can see we get if people to get, cosplay as may and people you know what that's 
I don't know if I want to see that, to be honest. But um, it could be done, I'm sure, with enough pressure. Well, anyway, yeah, no, I, I just really want to see someone call the bluff and see if they, like, stick to their guns, mm-hmm. right? Because, well, fr- frankly, I, I just want to know. Because, like, Tencent has this, like, big bad name, right? And someone's pointing out I mean, it's chat, got a big bad name, it's got a big bad reach. The server we're on right now is owned by Tencent, for the most part. Yeah. A big portion of the Discord is owned by Tencent. Yeah. and They say uh, they don't share the data. But they could have all of our data right now. Like, oh, we got this whole server of dissenters right here. Mm-hmm. Hold and, on, and wait a second. So to, I just heard a knock fair, at my door. That's strange. One of the things that people have an issue with with Tencent is it's a big Chinese company. They have st- uh, stakes in like tons and tons of gaming and other digital stuff, right? Um, like Discord. Uh, the thing about the Chinese sort of market is that, from what I understand the law in China is basically that tech companies have to be linked to the government, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's a concern for people is, you know, oh, if Tencent has our data, that means the government can have our data. And so, like, that is, you know, a complaint that I think is legitimate. And as well, you know, uh, Satanta points out in chat, uh, apparently an, uh, an example of Tencent treating Riot games not very well. Um uh, and making changes they didn't like. So, you know, maybe their reputation is there. I really don't know. I just really want to see someone call their bluff. Uh, or Epic's bluff, I should say. It'd be well, I mean, at some point, like, when you're seeping into all these different industries, it's like, okay, what? Do you, why do you need all that power? What's it? Mm-hmm. And just like, no, guys, it's fine. We're not going to do anything nefarious. We just, we just want money. Promise. <laughs> I promise. And you see, it's funny because I said, like, I don't know. And we're just getting examples in chat. Like, here's bad things Tencent did. And I'm like, I'm, hey, man, sounds like a bad company. I wouldn't yeah. work with them. <laughs> um, so before we wrap up, though, because uh, we are about to wrap up on a positive note. Is there any um, new games you guys have seen or have been playing or think that people need to keep an eye out for? Oh. Yeah, um, I actually had a funny little gaming experience, which is um, Steam had a sale of games with female protagonists, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, calm down, near Tomato was not on sale. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. But, you know, it, it seemed to be all indie games, and, uh, you know, it was linked to some charity event, and, it, I, you know, games were on sale anywhere between, like, 30 and 80%, and I think some of the profit was going to a charity that I really didn't look into. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, hey man, game what, sale. Was it a good um, game or was well, it like I, shovelware? I got, I got three. Uh, one of them was it, the most expensive was a game called Airheart, and it's you know, it's cute and everything, but like it kind of felt like a mobile game. Is that like Sorry. Amelia Earhart? Yes, it, it was okay. a reference to that. I've seen it this. Was a, I've seen this. Yeah, it, it was a cute little flying game. You know, you might enjoy it. But, it, it it was whatever. It almost reminded me of like Angry Birds Racing in a way. Mm-hmm. Just like the yeah. way the, the way the plane customization worked. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, returned to that one, it was like ten dollars and I was like, maybe if it was five I'd keep it, but whatever. There was another one called Her Story, which um It's award winning, but not it was award winning. It crashed when I launched it immediately. Uh and also like okay, so I launched it, my entire computer had a seizure, right? For like a good 30 seconds and then the game launched and then crashed and i was like okay and so our printer that one. started up because to be honest as far as i could tell it like it 
it's a game that was born too late from what little I saw. Uh, by which I mean it really belonged on the Sega CD. Um, oof, oof. Well, it, like it was all like film clips. Like uh, I think it was the old Sega CD games where it'd be like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking it, it about. Like style. a Urban Runner, where, yep, where it's like yeah. a point and click adventure with film bits. Yeah, it was I, like I that. remember I had X Files and like it just blew my mind that I was playing X Files with real people. Um, and then the last one uh, was a game called Dendara, where you play as a strong presumably independent black woman i know she's black presumably independent uh who i don't know like you cling to walls and stuff and really fun game nice pixel art style good flow menu it's, screen, it's a excellent. platformer weirdly Correct. when you launch it yeah it's a it's a, a little uh 2d platformer uh weirdly when you launch it it gives you graphics uh as something that you know is as an option and you hit the drop down menu and there's only one one option and it's called dendara <laughs> So I don't know why they included that, but they did. So if you want to select Dendara, have uh, knock yourself like knock yourselves out. Good game, fun, not optimized for the mouse and keyboard, but hey, you know, not too expensive right now. Fun, you like that kind of thing? Maybe check it out. Okay, what about, about you, you, Moose? You been playing anything? Uh, yeah. So I recently uh, upgraded my RAM, and now I can play Rust. Congratulations! And man, let me tell you what. It is amazing to launch Rust and get into a server uh, in like five minutes instead of 35 minutes. Um, So if you are looking at Rust, if anyone out there is like, maybe I should pick up Rust. If you don't have at least 16 gigabytes of RAM, forget it. All right. That game will eat your RAM for breakfast. Um, It's really fun to play that game again. I was able to play it when it was earlier in development and didn't have such so much going on to where it was real harsh on my computer. Uh, so it was nice to be able to return to that. Um, built a base and it got taken over in 30 minutes while I was out farming wooden stone. Uh, so, you know, the standard Rust experience. And I'm now going to see if I can actually run Hunt Showdown as well. That game I was running at like 30 frames per second on the lowest settings with some with some spikes. Maybe it was a RAM issue this whole time. I don't know. Um, so I, I will I will update the Discord server on if I can play that game uh at quality settings anytime soon check us out on discord <laughs> yeah man i wonder where you could find the discord oh look there one, it is might right think, under like, the title below the stream this, you never oh, know man. i feel like check you guys down are doing the, you're watching I feel like you guys are doing the outro and i haven't said what i've been playing oh yeah no well, man we're, sorry. we're just having a totally legitimate discussion about where the discord link could be we don't know it, it was a serious <laughs> question Please, that i had look for it for us you know, I've, I've never gone looking for it. And frankly, I'm really busy playing the Sindara game. So, you know. Anyway, how about you, Wes? So, I've actually been crippled with choice. I haven't been playing anything. Um, because I, this look, this is not a sponsorship. But uh, Game Pass, there's like no rhyme or reason as to how many games they keep adding in. Like, they literally, like, you'll just wake up and there's three new games. Doesn't matter if it's Tuesday, Saturday, they're just giving you a new game. Um, they have, a, I wanted to mention it because they have, you know, it's, Spooktober, Shocktober, whatever you want to call it. Spooktober for the one. And they have a section on uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC. I think it's 10 bucks right now, a month. They got a lot of AAA titles, good amount of decent AA titles. And you can download it, not streaming like PlayStation now. But they have stuff like Metro Exodus, relatively new game. Good game. It's, um, you can play it. That's your Shocktober game. They got... A lot of recently added games. They have Stellaris, Dishonored 2, 
Bad North, Jotun Edition, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, new game. Another good game. Um, Gears 5, brand new game. Creature in the Well, indie title that's uh, gotten some critical acclaim, some clout. Blair Witch, another Spooptober game. Kingdom Come Deliverance, again, like they just got some big games here, guys, for 10 bucks. It might be worth trying out just because I'm thinking uh, this might be our new life anyways. <laughs> Everything's going subscription. Um, In my day, you used to buy the download for your game, and then you owned it forever. <laughs> it's, it's funny that you mention that, because they do have, you see this often with these subscription services, that if you're subscribed into it, you can buy the games for cheaper. That's the same case here, too. So you can save sometimes 15, 20 bucks on these Game Pass games if you want to just go ahead and buy them. So, Which is, yeah, pretty worth, good deal. Worth checking out. Um, those are some of the games that I'm going to kind of narrow down and start playing. And, as you know, I just got to know what's up. Otherwise, Trump, why am I Matt running Trump, a gaming Matt website? Trump. And so, that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. To answer the uh, Discord and where can you find the question, that's going to be on heavyshelf.com. You look on the community, you will see form and Discord. That's where we're going to have our conversation. We have little things there like art channels. So we've been, uh, what's the other one? Inktober for October? Yeah. So mm-hmm. people have been sharing the art there. So that's something if you want to drop in some art or even some art you've seen out and about, feel free to share it, but please credit the art store you found it so we can go find that other good art. Hunt them down. Congratulate them. You. I like that shit. Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) see us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We got all those things. We're going to be here next week at 2 p.m. I'm working through a backlog. Uh, We had this PC issue that stored all of our podcasts. Those podcasts are still going to be trickling out on iTunes. Um, One is up there already, our second podcast, one of my personal favorites. Um, it's a slow burn in the beginning, but stick around for the second half. I think you'll find it quite entertaining. That is up on iTunes right now. I'm not going to say the title. You see the title and you'll just decide for yourself if you want to listen to that one. I think you'll be intrigued. And then um, those other podcasts backlog will be filling out through the week. And uh, these ones that you see now, they're going to be posted on YouTube in the near future as far as like Saturday, Sunday, Mondays when we try to put them up there. Just depends on how we move all these files around. Again, thanks for checking us out. Thanks for contributing to the conversation in the chat. It's great having you. We'll see you again next week, guys. Thanks.